This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This week on the Beard Laws Podcast. Jesus fucking Christ. God, that honestly, that made me freak out. Oh. Like that, I got scared and frightened tonight, and I pre came. Oh. There's a part, I didn't, I didn't there's a part of my giblets that tingled. I have never felt. God. Oh my god! This Cleo did not stop 9/11, so I, that made me a non-believer in all of that stuff. My mind's telling Doubles. me no, but my body. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, have you guys seen the Hands Made Tale yet? I hate the 49ers, so I hope that uh, the homeless population takes over their stadium and ruins everything for them. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Can you believe my baby was born on my mother's birthday and my mother died 17 years ago? Honey, there's 365 fucking days in the year. The odds aren't that big. In the realm of beard loss, a trio strong and true. You've been branded in beard loss with tales both old and new. Their whiskers like a forest, their knowledge like a stream, guiding us through beardom and culinary dream. Beard loss, the sage of face of grace, with whiskers flowing, setting the pace. You've been the jester in clouds of green, laughs and wisdom and sight unseed. Brandon J. McDermott, food daddy supreme, a feast of facts, a culinary dream. Yeah, you got nervous on the start this time, didn't you? Did you watch the last week where it started off and it was like creamy body part? I left yeah. it in. I left it. I know. No. I wasn't going to make that mistake again. Oh, no, I think it's funny. I think it's funny because the audio only version, at least I'm editing certain clips and stuff and putting it in there. Then when it rolls, eh, it is what it is. Either way, we're on Riverside. Absolutely love it. You can sign up to be an affiliate and get a little bit, but I, I haven't gone through the paperwork, nor do I really care. But if you guys are looking for it, I know some people on the Body Wrong podcast are potentially switching. Some are staying. I mean, StreamYard, that's where we were forever. It's a beautiful platform to go live, but we don't go live. Like today, Eubin is snowed in. Brandon is snowed in and cold. I'm uh, I'm fairly in good shape. I mean, we're up, not in good shape at all running-wise, but as far as uh, weather-wise, we're, we're doing all right here, thankfully. But uh, not a lot to go, so we're like, hey, we usually record on Sunday. What are we doing today? Nothing. We're all snowed in. Cool. 
let's record. So I appreciate you guys, uh, obviously always, but um, also appreciate the Deluxe Edition Network. Shout out to the January podcast of the month, Bev's Video Kingdom, Barrel-Aged Flicks. Shout out Goot from there, Fantasy Football Champion, and Woo. Kindness Matters Podcast. And I got to do another big shout out for Fat Baby Bourbon. This is the first time we've had a friend of the show, and they completely sold out. I'd like to think it was us. Probably wasn't. They've got some very good marketing, but uh, they're going to be back. You guys check it out. Just keep an eye on their Instagram and stuff like that. And as you can maybe see back here, I poured myself a little fat baby bourbon for the show. So cheers to all of you guys. This stuff is fantastic. I have been sipping on it. And you guys ever get into I know you guys aren't huge drinkers, but uh, potentially, you know, whether it's drinking or maybe it's a couple of, you know, uh, lefties or as some people call it up here, Canadian vitamins, whatever you have. Um where you just kind of are starting to crave it a little bit, not because you have a problem with it, but you just know and associate like, if I have a little bit of sip of this fat baby bourbon or whatever else, it's like, I know my day's going to get a little bit better. Maybe it's just me. Maybe that's an alcoholic, but. but I mean, I used to be a big old Captain and Coke fan. So there was a time where I mean, I, I would just get that mixture just right, where it would taste just like, I don't know, like a cherry vanilla Coke or something. You know what I mean? It was Ooh. so, so good. And then whenever I mm-hmm. get that mixture there, and it would sit in the ice just for a little bit. You take that sip, and it's just, you know what? Right now, I could go for a big drink like that. Make me warm and cozy. Melt this fucking driveway with this monstrous piss. I've just never, I've never enjoyed drinking unless I'm with friends. Like, and and it's a personal thing. It's not a it's, for me. I, I can go pour a couple. I've got a Jameson Orange. I've had up there for like three months. I haven't even finished the bottle. Uh, I can go pour one of those in some Sprite and drink it and feel nice. But like, it just. If I'm having good conversation, smoking a cigar, I mean, there's something different about it when you're in company than it is when you're by yourself. Agree. And I'd like to think, too, I mean, if you're just pounding beers by yourself, there's there's some things going on. And it's 2024. Fellas, don't be ashamed. Go get some help. All right. There's lots of people to talk to, like not not to change shares, but whatever. But like you said, I, I we're having good conversations here. I love the way that the, the show is directed and just sipping one. I'm going to have a couple of these hang out with the family, which probably sounds weird, but we've got the hot tub cranking. You know what I mean? We're going to chill at the time of the recording. It is Saturday. There's some football on. There was some breaking news. Right. We were pressed record. This is old news, but they rescheduled the Steelers Bills game. Kind of pissed about that. But hey, it's life. And if you're going to get three foot of snow. It's going to uh, it's going to change some things. But I, I had this weird brain train, and I don't know if you guys have, but it's drinking alcohol and all this stuff. And I don't know if you guys watch any ghost shows or believe in ghosts or any paranormal, but I was scrolling the old tickety talk, and this article popped up, and I haven't overly looked into it, but apparently that if you drink alcohol, and sometimes the memories and all the stuff go, it, drinking alcohol and being drunk is apparently somehow linked to possession in ghost things. And I love ghost shows and I have a lot of weird things that happen in my house. So the wife actually bought me one of those um, EMF detectors for electronic fields and a voice recorder and all this stuff, just so we can just see and kind of be creeped out every once in a while in the house. But maybe you guys don't believe in it, but I'm curious. Apparently there's some link to being drunk and even like back in, you know, the time and the whole like spirits, you know, drinking spirits is tied to this kind of, takeover stuff i don't know well i mean you talk about history and going back and i'm I'm no historian or anything like that or or expert by any means we're just three dudes talking but um you know people taking you know ayahuasca and and a whole bunch of other different uh peyote and different things and see uh uh and, and other various drugs and uh 
going to different dimensions and, and seeing different things and different worlds. And, and, and so it, what's funny you bring this up, Matt, is not necessarily specifically with the uh, consumption of, of, of uh, imbibing on alcohol or other um, products, but um, just in general of, of um, ghosts and otherworldly things. I was thinking today, the science, because I am a, a contrarian. I am a, I challenge everything. And I've been, you know, uh, when it comes to politically, you, you get me around a certain group of people and I'm kind of like, I like to push them and ask questions the other way. And same with the other side. So, uh, but with this, what's the science behind it? I mean, obviously we can't prove anything, but people who believe in this stuff, is it just because they're excited? Like people who like zombie movies because they want it to be real or have they actually ever experienced something more than just like you've been watching is super Mario poster fall from the wall, you know, where <laughs> that could be explained by the humidity in the room. Jesus fucking Christ. God, that honestly, that made me pre oh. Like that, I got scared and frightened tonight, and I pre came. Oh. There's a part, I didn't, I didn't there's a part in my giblets that tingled I have never felt. God. Oh, my God. You said Mario. So I was like, oh, I have a sound for that. Holy shit, that was loud. I oh. do apologize. I think the neighbors heard that. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck. Like, oh, at shit. that moment, I believe. I want you to know this. <laughs> I, I just, I'm but glad no, of it. Seriously, what do you think? I think it's a great question. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you Ben go because uh, this is something. And too bad I can't I can't link up Jimothy from there. He'd be. Uh, I know, I know. So um, I don't know. I, I treat it the same as like uh, one of the people that believe in like the signs of you know whatever their is it astrology or whatever the fuck it's. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't believe any of that stuff. I'm not. Um, then again, I'm, I'm not a very religious person. I'm not a very big, I don't, I don't believe in a lot of shit. I'm a see it to believe it type of person. I'm very skeptical on everything. Um, do I think that people have the right to believe in that stuff? And I'm like, yeah, it's cool. My wife, big in all that shit. She's like, oh, I believe in this and this and this and this. And I'm like, that's cool. And you know, and if I ever say anything, like I don't, I'm always a negative person. So I usually just don't say anything. I'm just like, that's cool. You do you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and for me, like I said, uh, I don't know. I, w- I was always kind of, there's no such thing as this. There's no, but it's, it's kind of weird to be closed minded that it couldn't exist. But then I started seeing some weird things happen around the house, like stuff that can't easily be explained, but maybe it could be explained if you actually looked into it a little bit more. Like the other day we were sitting in the kitchen and there was a, a bag full of candy, like a grocery bag, you know, in States where you can still get plastic bags at checkout. And there was one of those. And all of a sudden we were just looking and it went straight up. Like somebody picked it up. And then it fell straight back down. Maybe there's an explanation of why it happened, but you're looking and you're going, huh, that's kind of weird. You know what I mean? It shouldn't go up. I can tell you that. There's no register. There's no wind. There's no fan. I don't know how it happened. Is it a ghost? Not saying it is, but it was weird. (laughs) You know? Whenever I see something like that, I'm always like, oh, there's there's a scientific reason for something that's causing that to happen. You know what I mean? And again, mm-hmm. I'm always the party pooper, so I'm always like, "Oh, it's probably just because of this and this." And they're like, "No, Dad, what if it's, what if it's great grandma?" And I'm just like, "What the fuck? No, <laughs> you know what I mean?" And um, yep. but I always play into it because, um, like, my mom's a very big believer in if she sees like a cardinal, she believes it's a certain relative that you know that's moved on. Or some people believe that if there's a rainbow, that it's a sign from you know a relative or whatever. So I just play into it. I'm like, "Oh, hey, look, it's a rainbow. Somebody may be watching." Even though I don't believe that. It's yep. what what harm does it do for me to believe in it for them? You know what I mean? It's kind of like Santa Claus. Can you believe my baby was born on my mother's birthday and my mother died 17 years ago? Honey, there's 365 fucking days in the year. The odds aren't that big. One out of 365 isn't that big. 
So, I mean, and that's just an example, but I, I, I'm, I'm right there with you when it comes to, we talked about Occam's razor, you know, the, the, the answer to something is, is likely the most obvious thing. Like right. I, I wasn't there for your, your example, uh, Matt, but probably, you know, in a big room, in a room, there's movement of air that we can't see. Right. Yeah. How can you explain the wind? Where's the wind come from? You know, like, do we know everything scientifically? No. no. Does that mean it's some spectral thing? No, it doesn't. And I'm intrigued That's not by to say it. I don't believe in it. I just can't yeah. prove it. And if I can't prove it, I don't try to talk that I do. Yep. And it's weird, too, exactly. because you have all these people that potentially are mediums. Or there's people that see things that are unexplained. And it's like, okay, is there, like you said, a scientific thing? Maybe, you know, your brain plays tricks on you. Maybe it's allowed to be here. It, it's intriguing to me. I, and this is a guy that I watch a lot of those shows. You hear recordings, you see stuff on different technology, and you're like, that's pretty cool. Could it be this or this and this? Absolutely. And for me, it's uh, it's interesting to me. It's like, a, you know, a hobby that we all have. Like, it, it intrigues me. I question it kind of like you. You know, you want to be this and that. And things on TV obviously can be manipulated and stuff like that. But uh, it's something that I think is a not a culture, but it's a, you know, there, there's a big group of people that are more and more interesting. There's a lot of people that are into, you know, ghost hunting and, you know, whether it's just hobbyists or trying to make careers and stuff. And it's just, I don't know, it's just one of those weird things. But for me to see it on the TikTok where it was like, can alcohol consumption take this over and i'm like and then you have all these and i'm like Ugh. well it's and funny it, it, you, <laughs> you look back at different cultures dating back for as long as as homo sapiens have been around and i think it's only been a couple 40 50 60 100,000 years something like that it hasn't been crazy and of course we evolved from you know homo erectus and, and other uh things so humans have been around for a little more than that when it comes to the the grand scale and again i'm not a historian and or blank blank thropologist whatever the hell it's called i don't know but um can definitely just say this that you you go across culture with no tie in between the cultures and each one has a tie to what happens after the afterlife uh yeah. you know what 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 happens after this is there something else beyond this and 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 each has their own answer and their own um views and their chase so to speak because I think in the end, we all want to know there's something beyond here. And I think that that's kind of playing into ghosts and beyond in the afterlife. And, and you know, yeah. so it's not I'm not trying to get all religious on you. And that said, <clears throat> my religious beliefs, there is a push and a pull within me on both ways, too. Like I, I, I grew up in a, a judo, uh, you know, Christian background. Uh, judo, I guess is the wrong word. Ju uh, Judeo is the word. <laughs> judo. <laughs> but, uh, I, you know, I, I grew up with that, and there's there's still something within me. Luckily, that wasn't as loud as the first. There's still something within me as a 38-year-old man here in March that I question that even to this day, you know, is, is, is God real? Is what we see here exactly what what has happened? Is the is the Bible real? Is is the stories that we're told are they are they literal or are they just uh, stories that have meaning behind them as Jesus spoke in parables to try to give us meaning and try to make sure that we're treating our fellow man in a, in a good way and, and, and remember those who are least among us, as Jesus said. But I think yeah. to the heart of that is, not to get all religious on you, to the heart of that is, is we're all looking to the great beyond. We are all hoping that our soul, our spirit will climb to a higher plane when we leave this earth. So, yeah. 
I mean, we've if anybody's watched this show, I'm not sure if we're all going or if we're going. And I don't know what happens, but either way, like you said, you you want it to be a positive thing. But maybe some people have accepted. And, and the biggest thing, and not to transition or anything, but the biggest thing for me when you were saying some of those words, holy shit, was it pretty? Some of these English words, yeah. you know what I mean? And they're not supposed to be funny, but when you're like Homo sapiens and uh, there was something else I had. Yeah, and it's just there's so many good, and I'm still trying to figure out what the hell that one word was, not cannibalism, but cannibalistic, of, it's almost sounded like veterinarian, but it began with a C that you said earlier, when you question everything. Oh, contrarian. Uh, contrarian. That is contrarian, contrarian, however you want to say it, you know, contrary to, yeah. you know, you're contrarian. playing the other side, you're, you're questioning yeah. everything, and I, I think, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm scratchy all over, it's my eyes a little... $2 Amazon.com. I wonder what that smell was. But uh, hey, well, let me tell you, it really does get really under your grundle when you're lifting it up. And, yeah, it's like a uh, cheese grater. Just get pasta and you're just sitting there just right there. <laughs> is grundle oh, an actual sure. term or did I make that up? Grundle? Webster's yeah. going to be calling. Did we, come up with a, did we come up with a word? No, I mean, I, it's a word, but oh, it means jumble confusion. No, I don't mean it that way. I mean, it no, is. Uh, like... It says uh, Grundle definition to noun slang, vulgar, the region between the anus and the genitalia. It's the Grundle. I knew I didn't make that up. All right. Your gooch, your taint. Yeah. Big, big ah. brain over there. There you go. <laughs> grundle <laughs> just to... seems like a, like a fucking troll. Just like, argh, argh, getting down in there and just. Sounds like a what I said kid like. Grundle. That's a, that's a cute name. It's like, what was that? Waiting like a new, the right um... Chlamydia. It's such a pretty name. <laughs> Essence of whacking off new candle scent, the grundle. Oh my god! Just have like little shreds of cheese on top of it. Oh god, mm-hmm. little little dingleberries. But uh, uh, but I think that's that's just who I am is to challenge everything, and I, I think part of that has to do with I hate the idea that people think they know everything. And what I mean by that is not know it alls, but somebody who is a uh, this is the way it is. It's black and white. We're going here. When you die, this is what happens. God said this. God said that. Brother in Christ, you've been here just as long as I have. You think you know more than than me? You think you know more than anybody else that's here? You think that your life is not more complicated or is more complicated than other people or isn't? You don't have any more answers than anybody else does. So you going around acting like you do is just foolish. And so I always try to challenge people who, and not just, and I know this is coming off that I'm challenging just believers. I'm not. But uh, literally anybody, politically or otherwise, who who believes certain things. Yeah. Could you Miss imagine, Cleo, though? Or go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, you. I was going to say, Miss Cleo did not stop 9-11. So uh, that made me a non-believer in all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, could you imagine, though, how smart you would have been back in the day if you just thought a little bit different? I mean, nowadays, everything's invented. You have technology in, in, in your hand uh, and everything. But if you were back in the day and had a little bit of some vision, you were so goddamn brilliant and you were able to probably i don't know i I went down this dark path too of just researching all this old stuff and reading articles about the you know kings and the takeover and this and that like man people are like dude 2024 is wild it is you know what i mean but back in the day the kings what they were doing the you know what i mean the people it was it's really fucked up past but we (coughs) see it that way but it was just normal all these you know assholes and what they were doing oh man what a, what say, I mean, like? it, it wasn't always great back in the day because if you were a woman living in Salem and you just had just the right idea about anything, let it burn, baby, let it burn. Uh, sure. Mm-hmm. Well, well they were even... in the river and see if they sink. <laughs> yeah. How long can you hold your breath? Apparently, Tom Cruise can hold his breath for seven minutes, by the way. Found that out on TikTok uh, last week. 
Then a right. useless fact. If you're ever on Who All Wants right. to Be a Millionaire, <laughs> call me. He's a phone a friend. Uh, but they're talking about Top Gun 3 also. Speaking of Tom Cruise. I, you know what? The last one? Pretty goddamn good. They make another one? I'm going to watch the shit out. I'm not going to go to the movie theater. I'm not a movie theater guy. But I'm going I'm to stream that shit or wait till it hits the old Netflix or whatever. I uh, I have to say that the second one, Maverick or whatever it was called, better than the first. I really, really dug the second one. I thought was maybe good. it was just because it came out and it was more relevant during my time, except for whenever, you know, four years before I was born. Uh, but don't know. I really, really dug it. So I never got into the first one. So my my judgment of it is basically just what I saw with the second. And I'll say this. Uh, it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. And it was yep. a great movie. It was great. But like, it's one of those things where you're like, oh, fuck. They're remaking a classic. It's going to be awful. That's why I'm, I'm for based off the previews, and I'm sure we talked about this. I think you guys have seen it, too. The previews of uh, 48 Hours, the remake of it now. I'm hoping, man. I'm, or was it not 48 Hours? It was uh, a Beverly Hills Cop. I'm hoping yes. that it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. I hope so, too. At least there's going to be some good explosions. That's what the preview showed me. So, mm-hmm. There's crossed. all sorts of movies that are coming out. Like I said, we talked about it a little bit, a, bit, uh, a couple of weeks ago, of some of them. But all the the ones that are really starting to kind of take traction, I think, on social media in, in question, are these movies that, that are coming out that are all like, is this a movie? Or is this a documentary? You know what I mean? Like all of the crazy things that could potentially happen in 2024 from uh, the Civil War movie. I don't know if you guys saw the trailer for, I don't know if it's actually called Civil War, but it's more or less a modern type movie that could potentially happen and have some kind of civil war in the U.S. And there's a lot of things that are starting to scare some people. And it's like, is this going to be a movie? why potentially are they and, and maybe it was a trailer that somebody did on the internet but i i thought it was a, a movie of a trailer and I, I think you're looking it up brandon yeah um, it's civil war an epic film alex garland uh kirsten dunst like a, a right? newer one that's gonna be out or like because yeah, the reason year, i was listening to something yeah and it said that, yeah yeah there was a trailer of it and, and i i was listening to it on a podcast so i heard the trailer and i'm like Holy shit. And it's Lincoln. And again, this isn't a political show, but there's all these, you know, linking and with all this where drive was they were talking about Colorado and stuff like this, the whole Trump thing, this and that. And they're like, there's a strong potential. And then in this trailer, it's, you know, next thing you know, these places are getting, you know, a little bit upset, I guess. You know what I mean? So then the army's called in, then the army's having to do things. And then it's, you know, civilians versus aren't. And it's just crazy to think about that. It happened back in the day. Hopefully that shit don't happen again, you know? Well, I mean, there's no telling. Anybody who, anybody when it comes to the future who tells you they know the, that what's going to happen, run the other way. Um, that's not to say don't listen to warnings. It's just to say somebody who's telling you this is going to happen this year, don't believe them, whether it's the economy or whether it's anything else, history or, or nothing. Or the Simpsons. Or the Simpsons, gosh. <laughs> but uh, the, the movie you're talking about, April 26th this year is going to be released. The premise is very short. In the near future, a team of journalists travel across the United States during a rapidly escalating civil war that has engulfed the entire nation, nation, struggling to survive during a near future where the government has become dystopian dictatorship and partisan extremist militias regularly commit political violence. So it uh, seems interesting. I haven't seen the, the uh, it's a low budget, budget, low budget film, 50 million. 
Uh, but it's only going to be 109 minutes long, which is less than two hours or less than 90 minutes. Yep. So, yeah, if you get a chance, check out the trailer. It's it's interesting. It's like the the one thing that stuck out for me was there was a one part and it's like, like what kind of American are you or what side are you on or something? And it's just like, you know what I mean? Like these people, they start questioning and it's like, you're on the wrong side. Maybe see you later. It's like, holy fuck. I just realized I fucked the math up. 109 minutes is, is not less than 90 minutes. It's more than 90 minutes. So it's more than 90, more than an hour and a half, but less than two hours. Yeah. I was somewhat tracking, but I was like, I can't do math either. And it's a weekend. Same. Uh, my mind was nope. thinking 120 was, was an hour and a half. And it's not. My mind's telling Doubles. me no, but my but, body. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, have you guys seen the hands made tell yet? Um, my, the missus, she watched it too. And it's, uh, it's a, uh, it's a series. I think, HBO, one of those ones. I can't remember which one, but um, same thing. Kind of like a civil war takes over. A whole bunch of people take over the uh, government buildings. Um, women lose all of their rights type of shit to become handmaids. Uh, some crazy, crazy shit. But uh, I didn't watch it because I'm a man. And I'm like, whatever <laughs> happens. <laughs> I was like, I was like, so interesting. Like, sca- She's like, this is some scary shit. Right? Like this, you know, this could happen. This could happen. And I'm yeah, like, for you to women and she's like yeah and i was like huh. just i'm gonna go to bed then fuck it i'm gonna sleep peacefully good luck don't get kidnapped good luck we all know you don't put out very often so you're not gonna do well you're gonna get cut <laughs> uh, but it, it has like i guess three or four seasons so it's i know a lot of people talk about it at work uh, I think season five, uh, at least what I saw. Oh, yeah, there's shit. five seasons. It's a 2017 drama, The Handmaid's Tale. Uh, it's, it's on Hulu, according to it. And, uh, oh, Hulu. It's, okay. it's interesting. Uh, pretty good ratings, 8.4 out of 10 on IMDb. 91% like this TV show, according to Google users. 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. So there you go. Check that shit out. Uh, one thing that, um, that, that I thought fascinating, kind of in line with this, was um, all the shit in San Francisco. That was happening. There's, there's like this YouTuber, this person doing documentaries where he goes kind of behind the scenes with the drug scenes, the homeless people, all this stuff. And, you know, that that all these people know that they can loot under a certain amount of money now and like not go to jail. And that like apparently this whole place in San Francisco, like a lot of San Francisco is kind of ghost town, boarded up, not a lot of businesses, all the homeless kind of the I don't know if they're tent cities, all this stuff. And I mean, there's just all this like. You see these people, unfortunately, in wheelchairs. They get out of the wheelchair. They're pooping on the streets. You know what I mean? And they're getting back in there. And just the drugs, the poverty. And then, of course, oh, it was actually uh, Joe Rogan, I think, was talking to, like, Tony Henchcliffe or something. They're like, what if somebody was, like, trying to intentionally do this? You know, all these, like you said, you know, question everything. And it's like, what if they were, you know, saying, hey, here's more drugs. Here's this. Let's see if we can start to take down. If we can take down San Francisco. What other cities? And you, if your brain starts going down there, holy cow, is that a dark, dark area? But apparently San Fran is just, you know, what's the other one? Uh, Portland? Portland. Isn't Portland yeah. pretty rough? And you start seeing some of these major cities are slowly just becoming craziness. And it's like, man. Have you seen the, uh, oh, I forget what they call it now. I just had it. It's some kind of art, um, structural art that deters homeless from sleeping on uh like benches places. and yeah. yeah yeah so um but I, I did see that's a lot of portland san francisco i've been seeing quite a bit of that on tiktok lately as well so hmm. wild but it's such a it's such a tough deal because i don't know anything specifically about these cities so i can't speak on the city as a whole and i know a lot of people do in, in public so i can't 
Yep. But I can tell you, if I were to make a guess, there are probably several in these big cities, uh, uh, places for, for the homeless to go, shelters and soup kitchens and places for them to be. Um, in speaking with folks that I know that work in places like that, they will tell you that it's not always easy to get all of the homeless folks to want to come play, be a part of those things because there are rules and there are things that are restrictive that they don't want to get along with. And that's, that is not a, con a condemnation on the folks who are transients or homeless uh, who are uh, not taking advantage of those things that are the help that are, that's available to them. That's mm -hmm. just the way it's been told to me. Yeah. So that said, creating this art or whatever that you're, you're talking about where the benches have spikes on them or where not spikes, but in the middle where you can't sleep, you can't lay down. There's a spot for you to sit, but that's it. Uh, that is really, it's really gross and it yeah. uh, doesn't obviously solve the problem. What it does is it causes and pushes people into uh, tent cities and things like that. Yeah. Uh, there's a solution somewhere. And obviously in a country where oh, the heart of what we do is, is compromised. We need to find somewhere, but uh, I don't know what it is. Same. I forget which city it was, but one of them, uh, they spent $800,000 of taxpayers' money on big boulders on the side of these, right next to these trees. Apparently, where uh, they had uh, a tent city, um, but they spaced it out accordingly to where nobody could sleep in between oh, these gigantic. Wow. I mean, there had to have been hundreds and hundreds of these boulders, and they said, Eight hundred thousand dollars. I'm forgetting. What's, I'm, I'm looking it up to see if I can figure it out. Sacramento. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Actually, I'm seeing it in Washington too. Uh, Washington taxpayers paid nearly seven hundred thousand for boulders to deter uh, homeless encampments, and the same in in San Francisco uses boulders and in uh, Sacramento. So. Unreal. Yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll tell you like this. I've. I, I went to Seattle one time, uh, 2018, 2018, mm -hmm. and um, I've been to Omaha. That's where I'm from. And Omaha is not the biggest city in the, in the country. It's like 43rd or something like that, but it's big enough to where there's a, a homeless population that's fairly large. And there are folks standing on the side of the roads um, on uh, medians holding up signs like very often. And... Um, I've so I've seen homeless folks. Um, I when I was a kid, I lived in the Open Door Mission in the Salvation Army, so I know what it's like to be homeless. But uh, when I went to Seattle, I went to a gas station. I, I had a guy uh, in an Uber take me to a gas station and drop me back off at the hotel. When I got out of the Uber, there was a guy that was trying to hold my door for me for asking for money. There was a guy, I kid you not, who was on one of those who was who uh, couldn't walk and he was crawling on the ground asking for money. Uh, there was a guy holding the door open to the gas station asking for money. And then there was a guy inside the gas station who was asking for money. Um, I got back to the car and um, first of all, I felt like, wow, I could have tried to help all, all of them. Um, and then, of course, the opposite is, is, well, what does that do? Does that solve the problem? Well, no, it doesn't solve the problem, but it helps be, you know, being a human to humanity. Um, it, it, anyway, uh, I said to the guy, I go, wow, this is wild. He goes, oh, no, man, this is normal. So, and that was six years ago. So, so Seattle, San Francisco, Sacramento, bigger cities, Portland. It, yeah. Homelessness is a problem anywhere you go, especially when you have bigger populations. Uh, yep, and warmer areas where they can be homeless, you know, longer, you know what I mean? Like California, Texas, whatever. But, yeah, I don't, yeah, like I said, huge problem. 
nobody has answers. A lot of people on Facebook and Reddit probably think they have answers, but they don't. Uh, yeah, wild, wild. If you want to check real quick the chat, Matt, just to pull up that article I sent you so you can at least show a picture of what Eubin was talking about. Yeah. I just, yeah, I looked, I was looking it up as well. I was, I this think it was, was the in, Washington this was in, one. Uh, in Washington. This is what he's talking about, what it looks like, which is, is wild. Yeah. yeah let me close to... out all these stupid things that they're like, do you want to subscribe? Do you want to do oh, this? Yeah. Do you want to do this? Do you allow these cookies. No, no, no. Like <laughs> I don't. Ooh, some cookies sound good. I guess I should have just sent the picture. I'm sorry, but uh, no, it's... It, it'd be tough to set up a tent in something like that, but you can most certainly put a pillow down and fall asleep in the elements out there if, if you wanted to. But all that's... I can think about is SpongeBob. It's not a rock. It's a boulder. Remember that when he just rides the boulder to deliver the pizza? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to have to uh, find the picture because this site sucks with all my ad blocks. So here we'll just uh, let's throw this up here. And like I said, what we're talking about here, I'm just going to throw the Google page up and then we'll throw some images. I mean, there's just rocks. Yeah, I mean, like that first one's a great example. The very first one. I mean, like that's they're throwing up rocks. You ain't gonna be sleeping on that. You know what I mean? Like, isn't that crazy? It is. It's wild. Can you imagine crashing your car into that too? That's that's what I was thinking too. I was like, that's at what point do you think the safety of the drivers as well? Like, I mean, it's I don't know. Yeah, it's um. See what this what this says to an outsider looking in who doesn't know the problem that the city is experiencing is we don't care about homeless. And and I know that right? benefit of the doubt in me is saying that's not true, right? Mm-hmm. That these cities do care and they do offer help. It's just um, to the folks who, who, who want to, and again, there's that American spirit who want to, you know, you're not going to tell me what to do. I'm going to do it my way. Um, I'm not going to follow your rules and I'm not going to, you know, go sit on a cot and be in here by 10 o'clock and I can't smoke cigarettes and, you know, whatever else. Um who want to, you know, I'm an American and I'm free and this is freedom. It, 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 it flies in the, in the face of that. And it just, it doesn't sit well with me, but again, what's the answer back to the contrarian in me. I don't think anybody has the answer, right? There's nothing that's going to be a complete uh, end all be all. What do they call it? Uh, just a cure all for, uh, for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's just a sad situation. And you certainly yeah. think, though, that um, whenever you hear that it was seven hundred thousand dollars, that you, you know your immediate response is just like, oh, yeah, I feel like that seven hundred thousand dollars could have gone to helping, you know, maybe some more shelter needs. Because a lot of times, whenever you hear about these shelters, they always talk about, well, we don't have funding, uh, we don't have enough yeah. space for, uh, we don't have enough cots, we don't have enough of this, and uh, especially where we're all at right now, I mean, it's, it's getting negative twenty, these winds and stuff like that. Um, you know, these people do need a place to you know, at least to sleep and, and, and survive. Um, so, and instead of, you know, deterring them not to sleep and again, you know, these are warmer places where they don't have to endure these temperatures, but, um, but I don't know. It's just, it seems like that money, I'm not an office official or anything. So I don't know. And I can't even Wait, bounce my not? checkbook. So who the fuck? Yeah. I mean, I, I got some responsibilities <laughs> through work that sucks, but I don't deal with that a lot of money. My like own this. checkbook. I haven't heard that in forever. <laughs> right. It, it, goes, it goes back to this, <laughs> to this conversation I saw on an old PBS documentary from the eighties. It was a conversation they had. It was not to get into the details of it, but it was basically, they had a round table with a bunch of different um, politicians and business owners and think tank folks, and just a, a bunch of people in, in, in the know. And the question was, somebody walks up to you on the street and asks you for a dollar. Do you give them a dollar? And 
the conversation evolved or devolved, no matter how, depending on how you look at it, to, well, what if they ask you for $5? What if they ask you for 10? What if they ask you for 100? You know, where do you draw the line? Um, do you ask them, what are you spending it on? Do you go and get them a cheeseburger instead of giving them money? And then one guy said, and I don't agree with this. I'm just giving you the example. He goes, well, why don't we just put up a turnstile and just have everybody come through there and we can give them all our, give them all the dollars that we have. Does that solve the problem? Well, no, that's what it was his point. And then somebody else says, but you're a human and you can give them a dollar and you don't have to worry about whether it's going to help them or not, even if it is for a bottle of wine or whatever, give them a dollar. So it's, I, I love that kind of, it makes you think about ethics. It makes you think about morality. It makes you think about what are we doing with our lives? Um, Cause I love challenging my thoughts and my, pro- and, and what, you know, what, what is real yeah. and what is right. So, you know, I'm not posing that question to you guys, but that's a, it's a great, it's a great uh, kind of a interesting thing. And maybe we should start a podcast like that and invite people <laughs> who aren't going to say offensive things. <laughs> Cause you know, that was terrible. Interesting. Go ahead. Oh, I was say, I just know that uh, even with the Salvation Army during Christmas time, uh, I try to uh, usually avoid eye contact. I'll do it once. And then usually, you know, I even let them know because they'll always like say, hey, Merry Christmas. And they make eye contact with you. And I'm just like, I'm like, yeah, I don't have any change. I mean, they're like, that's fine. I'm like, deep down, you're thinking that I'm cheap. Fuck you. You know what I mean? It's a mental game. And I'm like, so now I don't know. They, they, they swindle me every damn time. And I try to avoid shopping just because they're out there. But you give the idea is that this isn't the uh, assumingly isn't the only time you're giving. You're giving other ways. You're giving big tips when you go out for a, a diner and you see a single mother or or somebody a college student that's working for working hard for their money, or you give to other uh, various groups throughout the year, or you volunteer your time. Money is not the only way you can give. You can give through time. You can give through volunteering. You can give through um, helping your neighbor. Uh, uh, mow their lawn and, and, and shovel their snow and pick up trash on the there's a lot get of their ways Subaru to get out of a snowbank. I had to do that, that today. Get a, I had to get a Subaru out of my damn uh my off my gravel road here. So we're like we're the first house off of this highway. It's a little local county highway. Um but so everyone's trying to get through and there's a massive drift just like in my driveway. Still fucking stuck. Um but I, I measured it. It was uh I think it was 36, 38 inches I forget. But it was over three feet now of uh, drifts, and the Subaru tried getting over there, and I'm watching them. I was like, "They're not, they're not gonna make it," and they just kept going and going, dug themselves to where the snow was well above each tire, and I'm like, "Oh!" And they couldn't get out, so I had to go out there and dig them out. And they're like, "You don't have to do this." I'm like, "What the fuck else are you gonna do? You're blocking the whole road. Like nobody can get through here now." So not even a snowplow. Yeah, and so now. And I have debated getting a snowblower or like a UTV, ATV, anything with the blade. And I'm like, we haven't had this significant amount of snow in quite some time. Yeah. Or it melts mm-hmm. within 24 hours. And now we're just keep getting dumped on and dumped on. And I'm like, fuck, I wish I had something. Wish I still had my truck. But we dug them out. They go on their merry way. They get pulled out by another truck. Um, and then shortly later, they come out in their Toyota RAV4. And I'm like, what the? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. No, I'm not digging you out. I already took off all my shit. I'm not putting on these layers again to help you if you haven't learned your fucking lesson. And so I, was, I sent a picture to Matt. I'm like, hey, man. Uh, they're trying this shit again. Maybe I might have to go fucking dig them out again. Hold on. And then I turn around they're gone. And I'm like, they made it. They made it. I go back upstairs, get ready to come out here. And sure enough, I see a fucking maroon RAV4 go again. And my wife's like, no, no, apparently he, he backed up because they're going out again. He went 60 the entire way. And again, highway. So he was just like, he just kept looking to make sure nobody was coming. Gunned it, went across the median, everything else turned around, went back. And just made some tracks. He gave me the big old thumbs up. And I'm like, you got it, buddy? Go ahead. Go. Hell yeah. Because even Matt and I were shitting on the RAV4. We're like, what? this guy's fuck. He's not going to make it. A fucking RAV4. And next thing I see, zoom. And I'm like, that motherfucker made a Toyota RAV4. Look at that motherfucker. Go. <laughs> so shout out to Toyota. You did it. You, you fucking did it. Did it. <laughs> you made it. You made some tracks. Good for you. That's uh. Yeah, but then if you go and buy a snowblower or something, then you should do it because it's going to help everybody in your area. Because once you buy something like that, then you don't get the snow. It's like all these people that go and buy brand new snowmobiles, then you can't use it. And then you go buy a brand new boat and then it rains all summer. You know what I mean? So yeah. if you go buy a snowblower, then you're never going to have to use it. And you're like, that's a great investment. I'm cool with not having to do that. I mean, I've, I've been there. You know, the old man just See, bought a brand new tractor to move snow. He's used it once. And I'm like, that's a great investment. I appreciate you and your effort and uh, everything else that's going on there. But yeah. I bought, I bought a snowblower in 2018 and I've had to use it one time since before these last two storms, but I am so fucking glad I bought it five years ago. See, now I'm kicking myself in the ass because like, because we're relatively close to where again, you know, it, it has been roughly about five years since we've had a significant amount of snow. And if we did have a snowfall, like I said, within 24 hours, it was usually generally warm or above freezing the next day to where it was just a muddy mess, you know, uh, yep. but this has been pretty fucking significant lately. It's, it's awful. And I'm sure it's probably windy where you're at as well, right? Yeah, yeah. it is. I'm pulling it up right now. It is negative eight degrees. We're in the middle of a wind, mm-hmm. a wind storm, winter uh, storm warning, and a wind chill warning. And uh, winds right now are twenty five de- uh, degrees out of the north, and gusts as high as forty. So it, it says here that it feels like negative twenty two. Whoops. Yeah. You know yeah, what? I'm, I'm just sitting back here, and it's like, yeah, it sucks for you guys. And you know, Burley's like, oh, we're bre- we're prepping for the shutdown in Texas, and I was like, I get it, but it's like, part of me's like. <laughs> Welcome to six months of my life, you motherfucker. Right. You get it for a week or two. You It sucks. You get by. You move on. It's like, we deal with this for like six months out of the year, and it's nobody else's fault. Like, I choose to live here. I get it. But it's like, part of me is like, yeah, it sucks, right? Not that I'm looking and, for pity or whatever, but it's like, yeah, it's not a good time. Not a good time. And then you start seeing these fuel bills roll in. 
where I live. It's like, and it's the same thing, I guess, you know, in warmer places, the electricity bills and all the shit from running air conditioning all the time. But it's like, huh, yeah, cold, huh? Cold. That thing hasn't turned off once since I've been in here. So it's been run. We've been recording for at least 30 minutes now, I think. And so it's been running for an hour and has not stopped once. Um, Negative 37 degrees right now, wind chill. Yeah. Well, and then we have the uh, the Chiefs game, and I'm really surprised that the that game didn't get postponed to maybe. But it's it's supposed to be this cold until Tuesday, so I guess they can't they can't wait that long. But no, and uh, cold's one thing, and it's it, it's it's crazy. They were talking about uh, on Pat McAfee and stuff like that. Like technologies came a little ways where you know stuff that you wear keeps you a little bit warmer. This and that, and my favorite thing, Pat McAfee was like, hey you see those fans you guys are at the games and you know you're going to be bundled up whatever and uh probably boozed up so it's a little bit warmer but when you see those guys that are doing pre-game warm-ups without their shirt for like 15 20 minutes and then super bundled up during the game just make sure you look at them and say you're tough you're that's what they want they want the tough guy factor uh just make sure you're looking to be like you're tough i appreciate you because that's what they want so you know be a good fan and help them out like I, well, I, I don't know how that motivates anybody. Like, hey, it's negative 30. I'm going to get wind chill. I'm going to be out here showing off my six pack and my gun. Like, I get Well, apparently there's uh, Booger McFarlane. He was saying that it's Tiger Bomb that they put on their, uh, so like the players, you know, whenever they're uh, going uh, shirtless or not shirt, sleeveless uh, and they're like, he's, it's looked like they're glistening or whatever. It's ti- it, it closes their pores and it makes you endure cold weather. Uh, so, and apparently some fans do that as well. Whenever you see them shirtless and stuff like that, and it looks like they're, steaming almost they got tiger bomb on is that one of the stupidest things in sports there's a lot of them not to get into a big sports conversation the people that go to a professional sporting event spend hundreds maybe thousands of dollars to be shirtless freezing just so maybe they can get on t- like that's that's got to be one of the dumbest things ever right like you're standing there the entire you, game Lambo. without a shirt on for what so your team might be able to win like i love sports don't get me wrong I am a very huge sports fan. Am I the type of guy that, you know, if my team loses, I'm going to smash the TV, uh, break some shit? No. Like, it's sports. Like, there's bigger things, obviously more intense things we've talked about today. But it's like, why is that a good idea in your brain to show up? There's going to be, I guarantee you, somebody in Kansas City at the game that's going to be not wearing a shirt when it's negative 20. They're probably going to get sick. They're probably going to end up in the ER, spend a whole, like your hundreds of dollars just turned into thousands for what? And then they're bleeding, yeah. probably creating more of these people. Just, um, they're going to get on TV. So they're probably going to get their 15 minutes of fame of maybe getting on Barstool or, you know, uh, ESPN and stuff like that. And they'll definitely be televised multiple times because they're going to update. They're like, well, let's check in on the fan who's still shirt. You know what I mean? And so they're going to get three hours of just constant playoff footage. Who knows? Maybe they're thinking it could steamroll into something. I'm no way. My nipples are too sensitive. There's no way. Even with the four layers I had on today, they're piercing right through them. Shit is cold. If you're going to be dumb, you better be tough. Is that what they say? That's right. Well, I guess they're allowing fans to bring in cardboard because I guess I found out that if uh, the way that it conducts heat or whatever, um, instead of standing on concrete, they allow you to stand on the cardboard because it'll keep you more insulated and uh, they'll allow you to actually roll yourself in a little bit of cardboard as well amazon's going hell yeah finally a good use for all of these boxes after christmas just ripping out ripping away the garages away from the homeless yep you're gonna see so many amazon cardboard boxes these days and man that's good good for you amazon good for you and the free advertisement you're about to get fuck 
Speaking of sports, I guess, I mean, we're not a sports show, but a weird transition. Pretty crazy week. And I know at the time you guys are listening to this, it's Thursday. It's old news at this point. But has there ever been a time where you got Belichick out of New England? Dynasty, done. Awesome, love it. Then you got Nick Saban. Roll Todd, baby. Uh, he's done, <laughs> apparently. And um, um, who's the other? Oh, Pete Carroll. Carroll. Yeah. Done. Legendary coaches. A lot of them coached together at some point in their life, but wild time in football. And they've already, I mean, New England already came out and they got the whole mayo thing, craft mayo now. I mean, that's pretty good publicity. I mean, it's not going to be Gillette anymore because fuck Gillette and the promoting of shaving beards. But I mean, that's a good time to potentially roll in some mayonnaise in the old New England stadium. Wild time. You, know you know what it reminds me of a little bit? <clears throat> it wasn't, I mean, this happened over a two day period. So, which was wild. Yeah. Uh, um, the Bill Belichick thing was announced at the, at the end of the day that it was word that it was going to happen, but it hadn't officially happened um, until the next day. So it was still a two-day period. But I remember over over a two, maybe it was a two-year period, uh, you had John Elway, you mm-hmm. had uh, uh, Dan Marino, and you had Steve Young because of an injury, um, retire. And it was like a changing of the guard. And that's kind of what I'm getting at. Like, it feel like the... the the, the old classic quarterback, the class of 83, 84, you know, that it was, it was coming to an end around 98, 99, 2000. Yep. And then you had the new, you had Peyton Manning coming in, you had Tom Brady coming in, the changing of the guard that way. And now it seems like these dynasties uh, with Bill Belichick and Nick Saban uh, and Pete Carroll, the only coach, uh, the quintessential coach who was able to turn from, uh, becoming a great college coach to a great pro coach. Mm-hmm. Won a Super Bowl, won a national championship. Not many coaches have done that. No. So uh, it, it is It is kind of – I mean, shit, you talk about Nick Saban leaving. That is a huge news. You talk about Belichick leaving. Also, additionally, huge news. Both of them together added on with Pete Carroll, and it's like I don't think we quite get how much changing it is in the NFL and in college football. Yep. And how privileged we were for the past like two decades to witness. Uh, and like you were talking about the change in the guard now, like now we don't have our quarterbacks anymore with, you know, Paint Manning, Brady, Roethlisberger, all those guys battling now. You know, we don't breeze. Um, we don't see those guys anymore. Um, and then now it's kind of like Mahomes and uh, Jackson and all those guys. But it's just. A... Go, ahead. Go ahead. I want to say it's, just, it's just a different a, time. I, it, it's a completely different time. I have a scrapbook of Peyton Manning's rookie year. I have a scrapbook of, uh, you know, not a whole scrapbook, but like a, a scrapbook article of when Ben Roethlisberger was drafted and started um, his first year and had that huge run that they had, uh, the Steelers. I mean, you remember you remember Tommy Maddox, Matt? Oh, yeah. I loved oh, that man. year. I wasn't a Steelers fan, but I loved seeing Tommy Maddox from the XFL in 2002, I think it was, just go and just play balls out. Um, but, there, I mean, now we've seen players – Go from college, drafted, become fucking legends, and now retire. How old are we? Is what I'm getting at. Like, holy shit! I know. As sports uh, fans, it just it's nuts. Mm-hmm. And that's what I and it's it's to the point now where they're like, you know, this guy, you know, he's he's quite the veteran. You know, he's 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 an old timer. Look at him; he's 35 years old. And I go, well, hold on, pump the fucking brakes, there, guy. How is that guy old? No, he's not old. He's 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 youthful. Now, damn it, he's in his prime. Fuck you. Still do it. I got, got Joe Flacco. 
He's, yeah. he's a young buck. Young buck. Yeah. I hope Tony gets that jersey. I'm really hoping for the Browns, man. I want to see him rock that. I'm going to get the express shipping. I'm going to hook that motherfucker up. Oh, I'm going to say it the fuck because out. it's not going to happen, but wouldn't it be great to see a, a Browns-Lions Super Bowl? No, because I'm a Cowboys fan, and that would be upsetting that they didn't reach that. I just hope. I know Can we're going to make Newman leave the because he's a Cowboys fan for a second. I'm kidding. I don't know. To be honest, I've never tried to remove anybody from a studio. I don't even know if it's possible in Riverside, but I mean, we could try. (laughs) But it's funny that at the time of the recording, at the time of the recording, you could be looking at, I mean, obviously no offense, Denver, Brandon's team is out, you know, and I'm a Steelers fan. I'm guessing at the time of the recording, they're not going to make it and they move the game and all that stuff. This is all old news. Uh, You could be seeing the next recording with a very sad or happy potential you've been. It's funny doing the pre-recording. We're all like, yeah, our teams are in it. And the next week we could just be like, we're never mentioning football again on this podcast for another year. So if we don't mention it, obviously we all know what happens because it's Thursday at this point. But uh, my wife is such a smart ass that she's already told the kids too. She's like, all right, guys, remember the Cowboys play tomorrow. This is the playoffs. And what does that mean? And they're like, don't talk to dad for a week. Cause she's like, they're going to lose. Okay. We don't talk to him for a while. And I'm like, really? And she's like, are you going to watch it in your room? So you can yell. And I was like, yeah, probably. Yeah, actually, that's probably yeah, a pretty probably. good idea. <laughs> I remember 1998. I was a Broncos fan, and of course, we won it that year. My dad was a Minnesota Vikings fan. Oh, Gary my. Anderson hadn't missed a field goal all season. Well, clearly, yeah. he missed the field goal against the Atlanta Falcons in the NFC Championship game. And the Falcons came back to tie it and win it. They would have put them up by 10 points, the Vikings, I believe. So there are two, two scores they would have put them up by. They didn't get it. They missed it. Falcons came back to score and then win the game later. My father picks up the remote and throws it across the room, crushes, and I mean, and it, into like five or six pieces. It wasn't just in half. It was in five or six. He stormed upstairs, and he didn't leave his room for two days. Now, if you read my book, you know, like, that was terrifying. But uh, my my dad's a Minnesota Vikings fan. He experienced that through his whole childhood. They've never won a fucking Super Bowl. Right. And this was right. the greatest team the Vikings ever had. Randy Moss, Randall Cunningham. Mm-hmm. They were fucking Chris Carter. Fucking John Randall. They had everybody on that team. They were great. And they shit the bed. It's football bad. has a different fucking meaning for us for some reason. The only thing it that's the, the only thing that's bigger than football for Americans is football for uh, English and uh, uh, people over in the British Isles and, and around the world. I shouldn't just say that. Yep. You know, soccer over there is fucking nuts. It'll break nuts. families apart, and oh, like, people break will families. kill people over it. Yeah, they'll, exactly. Refs have been killed. Team members have been killed. Like it's a different breed, and and. Oof. Have you seen that YouTuber that goes up to uh, goes up to people and, and, and trolls people's fans wearing the opposite jersey? Yes. Oh my god, I love it so much. He's not a fan. Like he was in Pittsburgh for a, a Bengals game, and he was wearing a Joe Burrow jersey and just shitting on all the fans, oh. and they were like about to fight him and push him. It was great content. <laughs> like he wasn't just like he's clearly like out there to like start shit, and mm-hmm. he's not like one of those like I'm doing a prank, just a prank, bro. No, he's out there taking it, and if they throw a punch, he'll take. <laughs> I was impressed by this kid. He's like fucking maybe not even 20. And it was pretty funny shit. I forget who it was. There was also another YouTuber uh, that they were filming. And uh, I think it was on TikTok as well. But it was a Bears fan and like a Vikings fan. And they were kind of shitting on each other. And they turn and they see somebody in a Packers jersey. 
and they're facing the other way and they're both like yeah we common enemy fuck this guy you know and they go and tap on the shoulder start just roasting him he turns around and he has down syndrome and they go oh and the guy's like hi and they're like what's up hey you having a good day today man and everything and they walked away they go son of a bitch <laughs> so, i have to see if i can't find that video it was classic <laughs> man it is it is unbelievable the the sports fights from the stadium fights to you know what i mean like uh years and years ago a buddy of mine was in buffalo stadium he's also a cowboys fan big dude and just people getting drunk this and that at the seat i wasn't there but i remember telling the story and i don't know if you've ever been this was the ralph at the time bill stadium older i mean there's inches of water slash piss slash whatever in the bathrooms well my buddy big dude you know what i mean he he stands up accidentally either kind of like nudges or maybe you know it's his thing nothing you know what i mean that he meant to do and he's just like a gentle giant and the guy kind of got pissy and he's like dude i'm so sorry like i was just standing like didn't see you and it was just kind of like this guy probably pretty drunk and you know has to take so my buddy has to take a leak the guy follows him into the bathroom to try to fight him like swings drunk misses and my buddy was just like okay you know everything good he went at him again and my buddy went Knocked him down in just the water, piss, whatever. Went back, sat at the seat, and it was just kind of over. But it's like, you know what I mean? Like, you're, you're who gives up these people? They're they're diehards. Like that smashing remotes, smashing TVs. Like, you know, it's it's Jeez. it's just I mean, crazy. Uh, I mean, I mean, and when I grew up, like kind of Brandon was saying, not to the extent of that, but um, we grew up. Uh, my my dad's a Giants fan. Ma's a Bills fan. And I had to live through the house. Thankfully, it wasn't the reverse role of, uh, you know, dad being the Bills fan, Ma being the Giants fan, because it would have been totally different. Ma has a lot more patience than anybody. But going through four straight Super Bowl losses, I mean, that speaks to almost Buffalo's thing. Granted, they have championships with their professional lacrosse team. Shout out to the Bandits. But the Sabres, they lose a heartbreak in, in the Stanley Cup. Bills four straight, the kick. The, uh, that I remember vaguely as a kid where we were living, you know, the parents partying, you know, young parents just having a good time, just kind of being on the stairs. Everybody's in there. Then the kick, it happens, the heartbreak, the sadness. And it was just kind of like we put me and my little brother were sitting little kids staring. At, and we both got the look and it was like, got to go. And we were up. We had to get to the room. Things were going to get crazy. Celebration, smashing mad. And it just. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, going through the Des Bryant, was it a catch? Uh, that was a very upsetting moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think 2005, so I'm in 25. Yeah, you know, uh, wasn't wasn't my proudest moment. Went outside, was like, are you fucking kidding me? Just screaming. Uh, but I remember my kids being like, uh-oh. Uh, and then just, you know, the, the recent playoff success that we've had. Uh, I hate the 49ers, so I hope that... Uh, the homeless population takes over their stadium and ruins everything for them. <laughs> Fuck that. 1996. The Broncos were, uh, I can't remember if they were number one and the Chiefs were number two in the division because the Chiefs had a good year with Steve Bono that year. Doesn't matter. The oh, Broncos no, Bono. were favored over the first year Jaguars, Mark Brunel, Ring a Bell. Mm-hmm. And the Broncos, I think they were favored by like 17 points or something crazy like that. The Broncos lost. I ran to my grandpa's van and I cried like a baby. Mm -hmm. You know what's funny? My dad was there laughing at me, making fun of me. So two years later, it felt good. It felt good. Yeah, 96, 97, Denver was the one seed. 
Yeah. Uh, okay. In the AFC, New England two, Pittsburgh three, Bills four, Jags five, and the Colts were six. And Green Bay on the other side, Carolina, new team as well, Dallas, San Fran, Philly, Minnesota. And it's just crazy. I mean, this is 96, 97, and there's still teams that are still pretty prevalent. You still have the Green Bay kicking around. You still have Dallas. You still have the Niners. still have the Eagles. You know what I mean? Then you still have Pittsburgh, Buffalo, and, uh, well, on the AFC, I guess things have changed a little bit. But uh, just crazy. It's just crazy too. seeing the quarterbacks nowadays, too. Again, just like, you know, and they had that graphic about the AFC starting quarterbacks of, like, only three or four of them out of the entire AFC was still starting, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Like, just what a what a wild year. And yeah. I'm hoping we can cap it off with no more memes of saying, do you guys remember the last time the Cowboys were in the <laughs> NFC Championship game? I want to be able to say 2024, damn it. Hey, all streaks come to an end. I'm a Pirates fan. They lost, what, 20 straight, 20 straight losing seasons. Then they come up to Clemente 21 and... The, the ghost of Clemente, to cycle back to earlier. Whether you believe or not, I believe Clemente. He haunted the whole entire stadium. He was in there, and he's like, listen, motherfuckers, we're not doing 21. You're not tainting, uh, funny word, you're not ruining my number in there. And they stopped it at 20 straight losing seasons. I mean, I'm just unbelievable. This is it. You know, I, I, the joke is always the Cowboys saying this is our year. I never say that. This year feels different is what I'm going to say. Quote me, this year feels different. Is it going to be? No, because I even picked the Packers to win this weekend because I have no fucking faith in my team. You know, what's, uh, fun, what's funny, Eubin, is how similar the Cowboys to the Nebraska Cornhuskers are. Um, and, and, I mean, obviously, Cowboys have had some experience in the or some uh, success in the playoffs the last few years. But we're, we're the same, man. We're pointing to the 90s, the way it used yeah. to be. We were the team. Mm-hmm. It's so frustrating. It's so and and living so close in Nebraska, the uh, growing up, everybody had Nebraska stuff here, uh, just because it was you know the football team to watch. So I think I still have some old school like Nebraska gear from back in the day. Uh, I did send the link to that video of the um, the fans. I did have it mixed up. I believe the uh, the gentleman with the uh, Down syndrome. It was a Bears fan. Um, oh, okay. So I yeah, I have the. Uh, we'll we'll show those two ones. We got to talk shit to a Bears fan, and Brandon also sent me the video of. We'll do the quick one where the guy goes into enemy territory uh, with the like the Steelers, the Bengals, stuff like that. So this is there's the some six letter F words in there, so be careful. Oh, that's okay. That's <laughs> okay. okay. Oh, I'm just like okay. viewer discretion advised. All right, here we go. Let's roll the <clears throat> clip. I don't hear sound. Let's roll it over with some. Oh, we gotta start talking. Oh, it's, it's a Bears fan. It's a Bears fan. We have some common ground. We have some common ground. We gotta, we gotta start talking. Oh, hi. How you doing? How you doing? Okay, you? Nice to meet you. Go Bears. Go, go Bears. Go Bears. Yeah. Yes. Ding yes. dong. Ding dong. Ding dong. Yeah. You have a good day. <laughs> There's a longer clip, damn it, but it's so good. <laughs> We're going to go talk shit. We're going to go talk shit. Strength in numbers. I love that. I want to steal that. I'm going to, every time I do a fist bump now, I'm going to go ding dong. <laughs> I wonder if we can use that so, as a sound clip. I can't believe they, they met Shane Gillis and they didn't even get his autograph. <laughs> I was going to say it looked like uh, Zito on the Pat McAfee show. Ooh, or Burley. Looked a little bit Bur- like Burley. Is probably Burley's cousin, let's be honest. Burley, I know you're probably not watching this, but if you are, you got a cousin that's a Bears fan? He's like several, yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah. 
I know we're from Houston, but uh, I'm curious how that shakes out. But all right, here we go. Here's a, this is a 10 minute video. So we'll just show a little bit of the clips from it. And again, this is uh, on the YouTube of the old boy. And look at this. I mean, look at this without even pressing play. One Bengals fan, right? Little interaction. And then you just have crowds of Steelers fans that are like, oh, we're jumping all over this. Like oh, this guy, yeah. I don't understand how you can be a Virginia Tech fan and a Steelers fan. But hey, I guess Michael Vick did play for both for a little bit. Um, yeah, let's let's roll this. Let's roll it. Mighty catcher, slaughter gang, soul snatcher. Ain't no regular. All right, guys, before we get into today's video, I just want to wish you all a Merry Christmas. There's absolutely no better way than spending Christmas than watching a snart video. So I just thank you all for tuning in. Hopefully, you all are spending time with your family. Yeah. We're out here and Pittsburgh fan trolls the Steelers. But yeah, let's see what we get into. Can we get a fuck Pittsburgh? That's crazy. How many rings y'all got? Oh, what? 20 years ago before you were born? You definitely remember watching all the games on TV. I remember $4 a video. Like, get a f***. Like, you'll get a 9 to 5, $4. Bro. You still oh, definitely second job. A nine, a 9 to 5 is so much better than this. Yeah, you're right. Do you know any places I can apply? Wherever you want. Wherever your little tiny heart desires. You're the oh, ugliest yeah. f- Dude, I've ever seen so don't even <laughs> hey, hey, I, rem- I remember my first beer too, buddy. It's okay. That's right. The Steelers yeah, culture suck. Yeah, whatever. Hey, can I get a f- Pittsburgh? Yeah, f- you. F- Pittsburgh? F- you, eat my ass. you got that ready just to watch your team lose? <laughs> Good luck. You guys suck this year. F- you. F- you. Love your videos. I appreciate it. I love your videos. I appreciate it, bro. I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it. Well, he can take it if you guys want it. Oh, hell yeah. 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 Fuck the Steelers. Yeah, I recognize you. I appreciate yeah, it, Yeah, your videos are funny. I appreciate the, it. Uh, ten bodies in a week doesn't oh, make Oh, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it, bro. I'm not a troll you, but you recognize it. I ain't gonna get trolled, bro. I, I know the tricks. Nice seeing you, bro. It's nice seeing you, bro. He Steelers truly knows suck. the tricks. Nice. You're a fucking bad. Yeah, keep walking, buddy. Keep walking. <laughs> You want some? Come here. I stand on business, pal. I stand on business. You won't come right here. You know why? Why? Yeah, keep talking, pal. You're from TikTok, right? Come here, man. What? Is that a children's size jersey, buddy? <laughs> Small as fuck. <laughs> One second, sorry. 255, bitch. 255. You're hilarious. I appreciate it, bro. I appreciate it. Maybe you have a real job. Look at you! Maybe get a gym membership! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do it then! What is his deal? He's so ugly! Oh, you want- yeah, walk away! Walk the fuck away! I appreciate it, bro. I- <laughs> oh, So, sorry. like, it just- it made me- I was- I was laughing. I was like, it's pretty good! Like to be able to go into enemy territory, and he does, he's not a Bengals fan. To be able to go into uh, a territory that is enemy territory, wearing a jersey and giving shit like that, that little dude would have got his shit rocked. Like if somebody really wanted to, so like to stand up and say that, that's it's it's great. That's good has content. He, has the opposite of like, oh no, bro, sorry, it's just a skit. It's just a skit. I'm just a prank. Fuck yeah. those guys. And uh, quote Drewski or whatever, the standing on business. That's classic. Uh, has he has he ever done it in Philly? I haven't seen all of his videos. He's not a huge. He's only got like sixty thousand subscribers, so he's not this huge account, which is funny. Yeah. Uh, yep. Make sure you check it out. Do- it's at SK Narp. 
uh, 61.1 thousand. Uh, there's a video playing. I'm going to, I'm going to pause that, but, uh, I gotta be honest. I didn't subscribe and boom, I hit that bell. So I checked that out and, uh, yeah, interesting. I, I was trying to look Eagle fan. Oh, so he was an Eagles fan in Dallas a month ago. I'll have to send that oh, over God to you. Um, Bears fan trolls, Packers, Steelers, um, yeah, I'm just looking at just kind of some of the most popular videos real quick on there, but yeah, we'll, uh, yeah, Bears fan. Uh, but yeah, to go to Philly, that would be that's <laughs> the most dangerous. Oh, he does I college love, as um, well. He went to oh. uh, Penn State fan, Ohio, LSU, trolls Alabama, uh, USC, Colorado, Pitt, West Virginia. Oh, that West Virginia guy looks huge. Uh, Ohio State. Oh, yeah. A lot of good stuff. So make sure you guys check that out. I'm going to definitely go down a rabbit hole of watching those videos. Do you guys see the guy who does the uh, the chugging challenges at all these uh, sporting events as well? Like he dressed up like Ricky Bobby yes. one time and I think got on Pat McAfee's show or whatever. Uh, but he's like, hey, you know, $20 of your money and you can win $100 of mine if you can if you can chug. He's he is. I mean, it's crazy. He'll even give them like a half a second head start or a full, you know what I mean? And he just, just Dixie Cup, I mean, in literally one second. And it's it's impressive. And he's it's, doing that shit all day. Yeah. Uh, what does his, uh, what the hell is his name? There's so, I, like, I tried Googling it real quick. And I mean, there's so many accounts that are doing, you know, stitches, duets, and stuff like that, which. Hey, that's what I do. I mean, it's not, uh, nothing against it, but I'm just trying to find it. Either way, you guys know what we're talking about probably. And uh, I just wish that they would tag this guy in here because I'm trying to find his real name. Um, it looks like it him. says Ronnie Dolce. Is that who that is? R O. It could be a, I see it on Reddit. So it's probably not him. Anyways, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Go check that out. Guy chugs beers. And I mean, uh, the the one that he did was um, that I thought was awesome, where he he did the challenge of eighteen beers, eighteen hot dogs, and eighteen holes of golf. If you yes. haven't seen oh, that one, it is him. It is him. Yeah, R O N N Y D O I T C H E. Yeah, sometime check yeah. that out, guys. The eighteen Friday his big beers, Friday beers, um, probably pretty good for them. Eighteen hot dogs and eighteen holes of golf. Go watch the disaster that that is. It is beyond impressive unreal they, they do that at baseball games too where it's like the nine beers nine innings or nine dogs nine beers and nine innings nine innings that's gotta be that's miserable 18, that's what we should do as a meeting hot dogs and 18 beers in your stomach omaha has a uh, uh a farm team i'll see you there i'll see you there brandon we're gonna go do we're gonna do nine dogs and nine beers and nine Are you talking about the royals yeah, they're, isn't there uh, they're, uh, storm the chasers? Storm chasers, yeah, storm chasers, yeah. You heard it here going, first. And so you can, you can be... even film it. You could do you guys food do reviews. It? You could do nine different dogs, nine different ways, and nine different beers. I don't think I could do nine. I think I could do a good four or five, and then I'm going to be like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to see. That's not going to be as good for content if you can't do a nine. Like we're going to do four each. <laughs> But we'll do four each, but you eat from one end and I'll eat from the other and we'll meet in the middle. I could do the nine and beers. That's not an issue. I could do that for sure. Uh, I don't think I could do nine beers and nine dogs. I think I could do the nine beers. I think the nine dogs, though, just do a little, little camera work. You know what I mean? Start off with the one bite, break off, spit that shit out, act like you hit, you know? See, you I know? couldn't do it. I'd have to, I'd have to, man, like I would have to do, see on video, 
Oh, I'm gonna. I, I, I don't think I could do it because what's a baseball game now that they've done the thing? Maybe two hours, two and a half hours, maybe three hours. That's a lot of hot dogs oh, and beer in two or three hours. I mean, especially guys with stomach issues like games. us. Imagine having so it'd be if for us it would be nine beers, nine dogs, nine dumps. We'd have to dump. We'd have to take nine shits at a baseball game. Speaking of which, I don't know how close we are to the end, but look at that. Ooh, let's. Is it a have dump? you guys heard that? Have you guys heard about Zempic? <gasps> what? Yeah, I don't think so. Let's uh, let's show this on the screen. We'll react together. Women will suffer diarrhea forever. Woman, as, a, a one woman. Oh, a woman. woman. I thought it said, oh, okay, that's a bad slip. Not women, yeah. woman. <gasps> one. She's hot, too. It's devastating. Oh, no, wait. Never mind. Uh, she required five hospital visits before doctors diagnosed her with gastroparesis. Per- para- Tough words, can't read. Um, by, what, is, what is a Zempic? Ooh, same thing. This woman had to have a gallbladder removed. Which were that? What? What is? It probably says it in the article. It's a weight loss drug. Uh, so I, I don't know much about Ozempic. Maybe you do, Yubin, but I think it's like it's this like miracle weight loss mm. drug that's causing women, helping women lose 25, 35 pounds. Yeah, right here. Yeah, what? it's a blockbuster weight loss drug. Yeah. Is it a multi-level marketing scheme? If so, I lose sympathy on the victim. I do. I'm sorry if this is a multi-level marketing scheme. You, you, uh, you played yourself. Oh, it does injections. Yep. Oh. And I've seen so some not- like good results from these from some of these ladies. Like I'm talking like, ooh, hey, look, look like you move from a size 18 to a size 12. So being a fancy word that Brandon said earlier and question everything, um, could Contrarian? it? Yeah, that one too. Yep, that's the word. I mean, what was the word? Admit, contrarium. Oh, contrary. I didn't know yeah. what you've been said. Uh, yeah, contrarian. Oh, yeah, contrarian. he said. It. I didn't say shit. I'm not good with words. We all know that. Uh, but being, you know what I mean. Maybe it's from the drug itself. Maybe it's from complications from losing a lot of weight quickly. I mean, of all the times to be alive and to be a potentially bigger person, now is the time. I mean. There's all sorts of, you know, models, male or female, that are bigger people. And, I mean, now is the time to accept being big. You know what? If you're somewhat so, hel- healthy and happy, they say stress and, you know, depression, all that stuff is way worse for you. I mean, if you're big and you like what you do and you're okay, fuck it. Don't, don't take all these injections. My opinion. My opinion. So nobody come at me. But And I was going to ask, too, if, you know, if that was an alternative, if, you know, if you could be, quote, unquote, skinny or whatever, but the side effect was you had diarrhea for the rest of your life. I'm sitting there thinking, I was like, I was getting ready to ask that. I was like, I currently have diarrhea almost every single day. So that, and just to be a little skinny, yeah, shit. <laughs> What's a little diarrhea? I lost all sympathy for that woman. <laughs> no sympathy whatsoever for me. I wonder if we were injected with something and we didn't know about it. <gasps> so it's damn aliens with their mac and cheese. They're like, ha ha. We're going to give them the diarrhea strain of life. And fuck. I mean, there's no better way, I guess, to say goodbye than right there with diarrhea because I'm potentially going to go eat some food and take a dump. But either way, can't thank you guys enough. I know you guys are snowed in and uh, hopefully the weather changes. You guys get out of there. You hopefully you don't have to pull or push or shovel anybody else out of anywhere. Stay warm and enjoy. Uh, we got some football coming up this weekend. 
hopefully uh, i mean i'm not gonna say hopefully your team wins because no offense i could give a shit about the cowboys just like you give a shit about the steelers so but now mine's right. a monday game but you guys don't care because it's thursday so hopefully all of your teams you're having a good week getting prepared to be stressed out this coming weekend with your teams and uh yeah, hopefully you guys had a good Martin Luther King Day and had the day off. I don't know if you guys get the day off. I do not. I'll be working, but uh, I'm taking it off. Oh, there you go. I'm gonna. I'm have taking to try it to... off too. Hey, woo! <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Extend but, the show. Extend the extend show. show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, we can't thank you guys enough. We'll see you. Uh, hopefully, Toby and Richie. I think we'll potentially be back for Triple T as long as the weather doesn't hold up and there's no tornadoes and crazy stuff. So you probably already watched Triple T. And uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. So, all right, can't thank you guys enough. We'll be back next week and uh, upcoming Tuesday. Euban, Brandon, appreciate the hell out of you guys. And uh, we'll see you next week. Be good to your wieners. Keep your sticks on the ice. And fuck Philly. Fuck Philly. In the realm of beard loss, a trio strong and true. You've been Brandon and beard loss with tales both old and new. Their whiskers like a forest, their knowledge like a stream, guiding us through beardom and culinary dream. Beard loss, the sage of facial grace with whiskers flowing, setting the pace. You've been the gesture in clouds of green, laughs and wisdom and sight unseed. Brandon J. McDermott, food daddy supreme, a feast of facts, a culinary dream. Beard loss, the patriarch, his beard a regal crown, a symbol of authority in every bustling town. His wisdom, like bristles, sharp and well-defined, guiding all the bearded with every law outlined. You've been whacking off with laughter in his stride, weed in his hand, and jokes worldwide. A mirthful spirit, lighting up the room in the haze of humor, dispelling any gloom. Beard loss, the sage of facial grace, with whiskers flowing, setting the pace. You've been the jester in clouds of green, laughs and wisdom and sight unseen. Brandon J. McDermott, food daddy supreme, a feast of facts, the culinary dream. Together they unite a trio strong and bold And beard laws and laughter and stories to be told In the culinary realm that conquer every quest A podcast that unlanes all the very best Brandon D. McDermott, food daddy at the helm Master in the culinary, every flavor realm From spices to techniques of foodie's delight Guiding our taste buds day and night Beard laws, the sage of facial grace With whiskers flowing, setting the pace You've been the jester in clouds of green Laughs and wisdom and sight unseed Brandon J. McDermott, food daddy supreme A feast of facts, the culinary dream so gather round, well listeners keen, to the Beard Laws podcast, a vibrant scene, with Beard Laws and culinary flair, a journey of knowledge beyond compare. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com Hey, this is Casey Shearer. And this is Ray. Do you like pop culture? We're pretty sure you do. Then come on over and check us out at deluxeedition.show. You will not be sorry. Or maybe you will be. I don't know.